What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your uh, Pro Wrestling Weekend Review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you just found us on the interwebs, check us out at kfpodcast.com and at the KF Podcast on all your social media needs. We also do a Pop Culture Weekend Review you can find on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere where you get your podcasts from. We're also on YouTube, so check that out. So we got Don and Brock and hey. Justin. And myself, and we're going to talk a little wrestling. You're not supposed to mention Justin. He's like the secret contributor. Well, whenever he giggles, I want people to realize it's a fourth person, not a ghost. It's a ghost. <laughs> so what a week in wrestling, huh? It's a lot. It's a lot going on. Shows mm-hmm. getting canceled. People getting called out. COVID-19. So this all started last Friday, right after we, right after I uploaded the show last Friday. This news broke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, holy shit, like, wish we could do another podcast right now. But um, so it started with, I think, I think it was a, a group of British wrestlers that the speaking out movement started on them about some really nasty um, behavior, to say the least, from mm-hmm. names. I mean, some of the names that were in there to begin with was um, when I first heard it going off it was like jordan devlin jack gallagher um a couple other uk wrestlers it was mostly strictly nxt uk guys um that was like the beginning on thursday night was the nxt uk guys now there was another guy i don't know if you it was david Starr on that list was he part david of Starr is on that list yeah and if you follow pro, like indie pro wrestling he's very anti-wwe very pro wrestling union yeah, uh, like so, he's always very vocal against Vince and stuff like that. So yeah, and that's where it started. Then it progressed in the morning to uh, AEW names started to pop on there, like Jimmy Havoc. Um, you had names like Matt Riddle and Velveteen Dream that were being brought into there. Um, right off the bat, guys like Jordan Devin and and, and Matt Riddle took right to Twitter right away and were talking about how it wasn't them. They didn't do it. I mean, Rat Riddle had a whole thing with his lawyer involved. And so, you know, I, I know there's, this is a hard subject because there's by no means are we like detectives or know anything about this to like even say who's lying and who's not lying. But some of them seem like there must be more evidence and some of them seem like they, that the WWE and AEW maybe already know about. Like for instance, Jack Gallagher got fired right away. Mm-hmm. So, that tells me there's when there's smoke, there's some fire there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that was like a like he got canned like right away. So it was like, okay, what's going on there? Riddle, they still did his debut on SmackDown and went through with it. He said that the WWE has already known about this girl, so it looked like some of his maybe. Same with Jordan Devlin, they didn't fire him right away, but like, um. What's his name? Jimmy Havoc. AEW released a statement on him that he's in rehab, and there's something going on there. Well, this isn't the first like thing that's happened with Jimmy Havoc during AEW. He had that altercation with Excalibur and his drinking. So like this might this isn't like the first strike against him with being with this company. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a whole lot of stories came out about him where he would just like randomly pick fights with fans and stuff. Yeah. And all in the UK, of course, because I don't know what goes on over there at wrestling shows. 
Yeah. Doesn't seem like a safe place to be, though. No. Well, I mean, yeah. you start listening to some other names and some stories that happened there that I'm sure we'll get into. It's yeah. a little crazy. So just going down the list, uh, names names just started being popping up that were mentioned. Jim Cornette was mentioned, Riddle, Velveteen Dream, Austin Theory, Darby Allen, um, Mark, Mike Quackenbush. Now, Quackenbush, isn't he – is he uh, He's the, he was the, Yeah, he was the guy that was the head trainer of Wrestle Factory, and he was also owned Chikara. Okay. A part owner, so that's why they closed their doors. Car has gone out of business now. Yeah, um, I didn't hear about Darby Allen. That was kind of that's the first I've heard of it. So I don't. Darby Allen's name was dropped. Um, they it was something about an ex girlfriend came forward and said that like he used to like beat her up and stuff like that. Um, this is hard because the society that we live in nowadays, for the people, this is really happening to. You have these people that are not good people that are now going to jump on and be like, "Why, you know, I hate Ken. He's famous, so I'm I'm just going to throw some stories out towards him." And it's well, hard to tell. Now I'm not famous. <laughs> it's hard to tell the difference between what's reality and what's mm-hmm. trying to ruin some guy's career. You know, mm-hmm. I. You know, after some names that we've heard, I feel like you know we have to listen to everything that's out there. But right. I also feel like this will play out in due time. Like if the seriousness of the situation will, 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 will show itself. Right. Like, you know, it's some of them it doesn't go away though. For you know, there's some that like, you know, they maybe get cleared of it, but fans are still chanting it at them or saying it to them. You know, like it's a hard thing to shake. It's a hard thing it to is. shake. Well, they can um, always become a mask wrestler and <laughs> become a luchador. Um, other ones on here, Marty Scrawl, his name was dropped. Um, Marty then put in a, like an apology out, admitting that he had he, what he thought consensual relations with a girl who was a legal age in the UK is 16, which is just kind of all around creepy. And, you know, <laughs> but then he was like apologizing to the girl. So there's some things there that are strange. Um, I don't know who Icarus is. He's another Chikara guy. Yeah. Um, that the entire Knight family was name dropped. That's Paige's family, which is crazy. Uh, Rich Catalato, David Starr, David Christ. Um, there's some other Will Osprey, who was obviously a famous one. His name was dropped. I heard um, that one, but I didn't hear. I didn't read the story about him. Like, I so I don't know the, what happens in that situation. Yeah. Uh, I guess this Joe Coffee guy was from NXT UK. Trent Seven from NXT U- UK. Wolfgang uh, even's on the list. Wolfgang, James Ellsworth. Well, James Ellsworth was already kind of outed on Snapchat for sending minors unsolicited yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and then you, one of your favorites, Joey Ryan, who uh, Impact already got rid of. So there's some stuff there's there. Some, there's some serious stuff there because I think that like. You know, not to downplay the situation, but I think everyone else had one or two stories. I think there was up to like 15 stories about Joey, separate incidents with Joey Ryan. And it's well, like, wow. When you have a wrestling move that people grab your penis and you flip them with your penis, and yeah. I'm not really altogether surprised that like maybe he tried to get girls to do that while they were practicing the move. You know, like. He's a, he plays a sleazy character, and then to find out he might be a sleazeball in real life isn't much of a surprise, I don't think. Yeah. 
he's one that I bet you won't. He, this is one that will. He's done. Like, yeah. You'll never see. You won't see him again. Yeah. I actually wouldn't be surprised if that with the m- amount of information out, there might be charges brought on for him from one of, yeah. the, some of the stories I was reading. And it might wow. be more of a, you know, prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I read like the one. I read the, like the Matt Riddle story, which was pretty terrible, but it seems to, like there's a lot of evidence to prove. Now she went and deleted what she said and apparently had a lot of like restraining orders against this girl and stuff like that. So, yeah. See how that plays out with him. Well, um, even if it's not real, we still got to listen to him because it's only going to let people have a voice so we can actually find out what the truth is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't know. I mean, yeah, you, you can't get into a society where you're just going, yeah, whatever. You're probably lying. Cause you know, mm-hmm. what if it's true? You know, right. like you wish people would just be honest about what is true, mm-hmm. but and not have these the crazies come out of the woodwork, you know. But yeah, we don't live in a perfect world, obviously. Unfortunately, no, we don't. Um, then you had the Sammy Guevara and Sasha incident, which it seems to be now that like the internet, the Twitter people are just hunting, like they're just spending their whole day hunting Twitter or or your history for anything that you ever did, which was shady because I mean, Sammy's been, you know, in AEW for a year and now this has never come out. Somehow they found this interview from what, five years ago. Yeah. It was 2016. I think when I read, so yeah, it's and, about five. And, four, five and I, I'm not going to repeat the quote, what he said. It was pretty gross. What he said, um, pretty childish, pretty stupid. Um, but, you know, like we said, I think it was handled in a good way where he called Sasha, apologized to her. And then I think Sasha Banks deserves a whole lot of credit for the way she's handling all this. You know, the way she, like, is acting about it, the things that she said back to him, tried to teach him what was wrong and write about it. You know, I think, you know, kudos to her because a lot of girls could have handled this <coughs> not in a good way. And um, yeah. it was it was good. So and he he owned what he did too it's all these other ones are just like no we'll wait and see what happens but he 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 ownership of it well the thing that was weird with the sammy situation was he owned it and took ownership of it and said like i'm yeah i apologize i learned a lot today i'll never forgive myself but then like two hours later some guy tweets out at him and says Oh, come on. Like, he was really going to do that. Obviously, he was joking. This is so stupid. You can't even make a joke nowadays. She's fine. And then he goes and likes the tweet. <laughs> and then it, everyone goes to his likes, and they're like, what the fuck, Sammy? Like, <laughs> you just were apologizing. Now you're like, the, and it was quickly removed. You know, like, I think he was like, oh, shit. People saw that. You know, like, so kind of, for me, took a little of the credibility away. Like, yeah. oh, Sammy was being a doll to bottom. But then he was like, yeah, man. Yeah, like that tweet. Like, don't like that tweet, man. Everyone can see when you like a tweet. Yep. <laughs> I have to say the way AEW's handled it, where they're taking a salary and donating it to Jacksonville Women's Shelter, is very, you know, spot yep. on to show that they are, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a good job with it. Yeah. Um, You know, bad timing for him. You know, he was. He was ready. Like, they were about to, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But yeah, shows, you know. some of these guys, Jimmy Havoc was doing really well. Uh, yeah. You know, depends what happens with Darby. Darby's very popular. I mean, we've always said over and over that Darby and Sammy are like the future of AEW. Mm-hmm. And then you have this kind of really uh, 
a lot of this disturbing stuff. So, so yeah, you know, hopefully we figure out what's going on and, you know, and wait to see what happens and what happens happens, you know. If you did do something like that, you don't deserve to be on TV or, or you deserve to be in jail. Yep, agreed. Yeah. The Chikara one- stuff is what has me most intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, but there's also, there's a couple other people. It's Icarus, it's Cobalt. Seems like a lot of trainers. Yeah, and like everybody on their roster came out on Twitter and was like, I don't want anything to do with this company ever again and all this stuff. Like, how deeply rooted was this and how much did people know about that they kept quiet? It I seems like a lot. I was reading something about Ultramanus Black who talked about how he stopped wrestling for places because it was getting too, you know, sleazy and everything else. I'm like, and and, and Chikara was based on being a family oriented mm-hmm. promotion. Like, you know, this is a promotion that me and Brock would like, we were follow all the time. We were very mm-hmm. high on Brock got yeah. me into it back in the day. Yeah. Like, it was a promotion. We're following it around. <laughs> yeah. I love I mean, you loved it. You were always talking about how much you loved it. You know, we saw so many people before they made it big because they went through Chikara, and it's sad to see that they might be so ingrained in this, like, situation. Uh, that they had uh, to close uh, their doors. Yeah. Yeah. And they and I don't know if they close like, I don't know the timeline of me reading them closing the doors, then reading everyone leaving the company. I don't know if they didn't everyone leave the company and they're like, all right, we're just going to close the doors on this. Yes. Yeah. Check, there's check timestamps on those tweets. Exactly. So I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg, but it's a bad situation where like, you know, dozens of people were denouncing the, the, the group. So yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and there are a lot of lifers from there too. Like Green Ant was one of them I saw. Um, how, was How Wicked one that came out and said something? How Wicked, yeah. They've like, been there forever. They've been there yeah. forever. They were part of the first class, the first mm-hmm. season. Like it's just it's. And but also too, you kind of look and you see these guys that are being accused of these situations. I think other than Joey Ryan and there are a lot that are based on like a European influenced style base. So like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know what, what they, what the England area of wrestling, that strong style, but it's, you know, when you read the Marty Skrull story about the girl being 16 at the bar drunk to start all this. Yeah. And and that seems like it's the norm. Like it's something to look at. Like, yeah. Yeah. What goes on over there at wrestling shows? Yeah. I saw Progress's name attached to a lot of these stories. Yep. I don't think Chikar is the last of the 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 companies that closes its doors because of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Crazy. This is the last thing indie wrestling needed right now. Yep. Yeah. When the Insane Clown Posse Federations lasted longer than Chikar, then we got to start evaluating. <laughs> What's going on in the world? So, all right. So the next big topic going on before we get to matches and stuff. Uh, looks like WWE has a big COVID crisis on their hands. Um, might be a dozen employees that maybe tested positive for it now. The main one being Renee Young hasn't. Uh, this impacted AEW because Moxley, like I guess, quarantined himself. Uh, and a really good move by him decided not to come to work, not to get tested there. He just stayed home. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, uh, they even advised him to go to a hotel and sort of live separate from his wife. He said, I'm not doing that. I'm going to st- I'm not, I'm not go get anyone sick at a hotel. I'm going to stay right here. And if I have it and if she has it, I need to be here for it. So, you know, good for Moxley, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Feel bad for Renee Young. You know, backstage gets canceled this week. Like her tweet said, backstage gets canceled <laughs> and then I get COVID, you know. So, I don't know. I mean, WWE, I, I, not that I can't believe it. I do believe it just because of the way Vince is. It's a disgrace the way that they're handling this testing. It's an absolute disgrace. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you, the amount of money that you have, you can't have a good system set up that when you arrive, you get tested, you make sure you're clear, you enter the building, and then you film two weeks of shows and you go home for two weeks. Like, they didn't do it Why again. They, t- they totally can. They just didn't think they could. They thought they could skate by and not do it. You know what needs to happen? I hate to say this out loud, but until somebody dies, they're not going to care. Yeah. That's that's a nationwide. Well, I can't even yeah. say that because there's no, thousand people. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't understand it. I don't, you know. <sighs> You have the ability. You have the resources. This isn't like your, you know, IWC, who's like, well, we don't have the resources to do this. We can't possibly pay for all this testing and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Even ROH, or maybe like it's too much for us. But like yeah. you're the fucking WWE. You're a billion dollar company. You should set the bar and the standard and be like, look, we're taking the safety and the health of our of our talent seriously. These guys have worked all through this pandemic and have done so much stuff to try to keep people entertained and you can't protect them it's a goddamn disgrace it's a, mm-hmm. it absolutely is i mean you know seth rollins is there becky is pregnant like yeah. y- you know there's so much shit that they just don't uh, you know you know and they get people gave ko shit for going home and roman for staying home why would you blame roman reigns for staying home i would he knew how that company works you don't want to be around any of that debacle mhm yeah it's it's sad and it's not that we we don't need this. This isn't a service that we need. Like all other sports are on the shelf right now. Like, it, I don't know. It's, it's just upsetting. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's not crazy. You know, I, I understand a little bit of like, you know, some of the reasons why even AEW, because AEW does live shows still and does it, is, you know, these guys do have network contracts that like TNT and, and, and USA, you know, I don't know what the details of their contract is, that if they, they're required to put new product out, you know, that they can't go on hold for a while. I don't really know the ins and outs of all the stuff to why they're doing. AEW's still doing shows. You know, a lot of people are impact still trying to do shows, you know, but mm-hmm. you can do these if you're safe and you're not. I mean, you could easily have a system. You have your own building. You have all this stuff. You could easily have a testing facility set up and say, hey, everybody's tested. Everybody's in. We're good. We're good for two weeks. See you in another two to three weeks. We'll record again. Yeah. You know? Simple. That would require them to have a plan. Yeah. And to know what they were doing for multiple weeks at a time. But when everything just decided last minute from what, if you listen to any of these podcasts or these guys, it seems yeah. like everything's decided last minute. So they don't, no one never knows what's going on. They, they, they're forced to basically come to TV tapings and then 90% of them aren't even used. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you're not planning on using a guy, don't make him come. Yeah. You know, or, or just let them stay home. Like, it, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really been handled 
really and welcome back ken thank you just handled really bad which i'm not surprised this is just another black eye on them for things that vince has done wrong and and you know i, I don't know hopefully you know it's contained hopefully that so more people don't get sick or it doesn't affect someone like Becky who's working or Ric Flair who's 90 years old. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. what I say wrong? What I say wrong? Who? No, I'm uh, I'm messed with my computer. Don't mind me. Uh, okay. Um, you know, Becky's pregnant. You, you know, you, there's a lot of people you hope that you know it's smart there that don't get it. And, Especially with the stuff that just came out in the past couple of days about pregnant women and what this virus can do to them. Like. Yeah. It's no joke. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know. They got a real mess on their hands, so we'll see what they do and how they figure it out. You know, if I was them, if they had the ability to, I would shut down for a couple weeks, play some reruns, play some old manias, get tested, let everybody figure out where you're at, and then, you know, you better have a better system when you come back. Yeah. I know AEW, I think, does testing before they bring the people in. You know. Yeah, I think they're recording more per per shot at AEW as well. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I know the first time they did six weeks in one in one shot. Yeah. So I don't know. That's all the. Uh... Ken, are you frozen again? Are you with us? No, I'm with I'm with you guys. I can hear. I'm sorry. I've never seen anybody have a more confused face right now than your face. <laughs> how confused it is. Well, like, so my, we use Skype here and like now it's not, it's just, it's messed up. Like, I don't know, but as long as you can hear me, I can barely see you guys cause this, I can't expand the screen. So I can see Brock in a circle and Justin in a circle. So whatever, we'll figure this out later. We're in circles. Circles. So there, yeah, that's pretty much the, the big news. Um, maybe we can move on to some more lighter things and talk about some of these setups. We got fighter fest coming up and things like that. So, um, yeah, let's uh let's just cover a couple little things here. Um, SmackDown, Brock, did you fall? Did you watch SmackDown last week? I did not. Um, the Matt Riddle debut was good. He wrestled AJ Styles. He actually beat AJ Styles, um, which was was cool. I thought it was a pretty good debut for him. Um, you know, with everything that come out with that day of him, it was kind of odd. So maybe yeah. things up for him it'll be good because i do think matt riddle has the ability to be a big star on that show Mm -hmm. uh so you know see what happens there um we then had the next evolution of um the braun and bray wyatt story i thought that was pretty good i don't know if you've seen any of the highlights of that or no or caught up on that yeah it looks like he's now wyatt family bray wyatt which will be yeah yeah seems like that's where they're going through like he's like you beat me but you know you did. You, I he said something about bringing up the past, and then the lights went up, and he showed up as his old uh, Wyatt guy with the hat and all that. Braun got all nervous, and uh, so you know Braun will probably beat that version of him until finally he has to beat the Fiend. It's like a video game, beating like three levels of a boss. <laughs> you know? Yep. Well, that was good. Um, did you watch Raw then, Brock? Yeah, I watched Raw. So we kicked off Raw with um, Mr. Drew Mac or uh, Drew McIntyre out there. Dolph Ziggler's apparently on Raw now. Raw WWE just makes brand trades that you don't really know about till like the last minute. You know, it's like, oh, SmackDown got AJ, you got me, and Bobby Roode whenever he's not, he's allowed to leave Canada because he's stuck in Canada. <laughs> um, kind of a thrown together title match for uh, 
I even forget what the hell pay-per-views, Extreme Rules. But, you know, they have history together. I'm sure they'll work well together, so I really don't have that much of a problem with it. But do you honestly believe that or that, that Dolph's going to win this match? Of yep. course I don't. Like, why I don't. Th- this but, could be a jobber match on Raw. Like it's. <laughs> but I feel this very much has the same. I feel right now Drew McIntyre is the same presence that John Moxley has. Did we really think Moxley was going to lose to Brody Lee? No. Did we really think Moxley was going to lose to Jake Hager? No. Like Moxley's keeping that belt for a while. You know, like it's just they're feeding him people during this. Like you know, it was Lashley. They didn't really end the feud with Lashley. Now it's Ziggler. I'm sure he'll fight. Rude next after that, you know, because didn't Bobby Rude beat him at uh in NXT, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I think it's just kind of like lining people up till we get to maybe a SummerSlam feud with who? I I don't think Drew's gonna drop the belt until I don't think Drew or Moxley are gonna drop the belt until they're front of live crowds. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, so they're kind of just feeding him the next guy, which you kind of. No, like I mean, do we really think Brian Cage is going to beat Moxley? No. Well, are they even still wrestling now that there's COVID and that, is that happening at Fighter we have, Fest? Well, we'll get to that. We don't we don't know yet. We'll get to that. Um, let's see what we got next on here. I get, then you had the raw. It was Championship Monday, Ken. In case you were wondering, because then you had the <laughs> raw Championship Monday. Um, I said, "What Monday is it?" And you, thank God they answered it with Championship Monday. <laughs> What a lame! Like there, there's no creative. They couldn't come up with anything. Championship. championship. <laughs> That's all it is. Um, you had the Raw Tag Team Championship match, which I thought was good. Street Profits won. What did you think, Bro? It was good. I hope that that stupid rivalry is over now. Yeah, it looks like they're gonna team up because Andrade and uh, Garza attacked them afterwards, and that'll be their new mm-hmm. feud. They're like back on the same page. Um. Then you have the Raw Women's Championship. Oscar beat Charlotte clean. Again, I do. Um, overall, I thought, I thought Raw was Yeah, she's going to be out for a little while. Um, they did an injury was, angle with her. Yeah. And then when she comes back, they sort of planted the seeds for her and Nia Jax to feud. Mm-hmm. You know, which I thought Raw was very good all the way, all the way around. Like everything connected the dots really, really well. Like from from a a, a, a a whole show in general, all their angles were were were, were going really well. The, the matches were all good, um, other than like the twenty four seven bullshit with Ninja Tazawa won again. But all his ninjas uh, were gone. All, all his ninjas are gone. Um, Edge gave a nice little interview in a ring. You know he's going to be out for a long time, but they're just sort of building up. And then uh, we got Randy Orton's next feud, where she's going to be feuding with the Big Show. <laughs> um, ten years ago. <laughs> well, I think they're. I like what they're doing with Orton. He's kind of re-doing the whole legend killer thing again. Like Big Show's mad because he 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 shelved Christian and Edge and and almost crippled Christian last week. So Show came out all pissed off. You know that you beat up my friends. And then Randy's like, "Don't go there because I'm gonna hurt you next if you if you get anywhere near me." He's like warning them, like <laughs> you don't want any part of this because if you do it, I'm gonna injure you and put you out and like big shows you know acting like big show and uh <laughs> I, I, I don't know it works it was good with flair in, in there and everything that they were doing well flair shouldn't be there now knowing everything that's going on but yeah you know i like the whole randy legend killer aspect i think it's good it, it almost seems like he's killing off like 
wrestlers from the same time he started. Yeah. So he's making them retire. Like, he'll be the last one or something. Putting them all down. I hope it leads to him getting a... I think he deserves another one more title run before he's uh, done. He deserves three more title runs so they can all... <laughs> him and Triple H and John Cena can wrestle for the 17th time champion. Rick Flair. Here we go. No, Rick, Rick Flair's the special referee. No, he's, he's in the match. <laughs> he's in the match. He's the special referee. Then you have the women's tag team. Um, the Iconics lost to um, Bailey and Sasha. Uh, and then ba- and then Sasha challenged Asuka. And it looks like Bailey and Sasha are trying to uh, collect all the belts. They're like Thanos. They're trying to collect everything. I enjoy <laughs> Bailey and Sasha. I think that they're it's a, it's good what they're doing with them. You know, it's going to turn around. And I don't think Sasha will actually win the belt. And I think then she'll eventually. No, Oscar's like the best thing they have going right now. She is. She's good. Oscar's really good. Um, what else do we got here? Then you have the Rey Mysterio angle. He returned to Raw. Him and Dominic, and uh, the part I don't, I don't understand about that is what, like Rey Mysterio. And it was like Rey Mysterio and Dominic, and Seth Rollins, and all these other wrestlers out to help him. And then they were like overwhelmed. It was like Black and 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 Umberto Carrero. So kind of silly, but uh, I like the Dominic stuff. I think it's been going well. He's totally Apparently. turning on Ray. He is, which is going to be good. <laughs> um, so let's talk about NXT. Um, what were some of the standout stuff from here? Um, I like Santos Escobar. I like his new theme music. I like uh, that he destroyed Jake Atlas. I like his finisher move. I like this guy. I'm all in on him. I like the whole. I like the whole thing with him. What did they name their group? Has a name now, but I forget what it was. It was like, instead of him being El Hero de Fantasma, they're the legacy of Fantasma now. Mm-hmm. Instead of uh, son of Fantasma, they're they're called like whatever the Spanish word for legacy is. They're the legacy of Fantasma. Legacy, like Lego, 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 something yeah. like that. <laughs> Um, but what do you think about him, Brock? Do you enjoy that match? Yeah, I like him. The entrance is cool. Yeah, the entrance is cool. Um, I really like the carrying cross Bronson Reed match. I thought that made Cross look, you know, for Bronson Reed's a big dude. And he was picking him up and suplexing him. Uh, I like Bronson Reed. He's a good, you know, cannon fodder type dude. But uh, I think Cross just looks better and better each week. Mm-hmm. You agree? <laughs> yeah. He's in. He agrees. Um, I love the Dexter Loomis Roddick Strong angle. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> I don't understand why Roddy Strong doesn't know that Kyle O'Reilly is his therapist. Kyle O'Reilly with that big red beard and big long hair, his overgrown hair, he's his, he's his therapist. And then he finally realized that it was Roddy giving him therapy advice. I just think that's all variant. I know it's silly and campy, but I love that he's terrified of him. And Loomis didn't do anything in the match but stand there and stare at him. <laughs> and then Roddy. Roddy just ran away. He couldn't handle Dexter Lewis. He's terrified of him. <laughs> I like Dexter Lewis. I hope they keep doing stuff with him. I think he's good. We liked them back in TNA in Impact. He's an entertaining dude. Whenever he murdered Mickey James. Oh, that was James Storm that murdered Mickey James. Storm murdered Mickey James. <laughs> <laughs> then you had the triple threat for the uh, North American Championship. Keith Lee, Balor, and Gargano. This was highly entertaining, too. Uh, this is another one of those matches that would do well in front of a live audience. 
Um, I kind of wanted Balor to win and then Balor to go like collect all the belts, but they're really pushing Keith Lee right now, which makes sense. Yeah. Do you think he's going to win? I think he is. I think that this is, I think if you notice in WWE right now, um, they're really trying to push a lot of their African-American talent. I think in a time of everything going on in the world, it's good to see some positive stuff for you know young African-American kids who watch wrestling can look and see, hey, look, the Street Profits are the champs. Apollo Crews is a champ. Bobby Lashley's getting pushed. MVP's getting pushed. Sasha's mm-hmm. there. New Day. They're all representing in a positive way. Keith Lee's a very bright, positive good guy, you know, and him winning all the belts. It's, I don't think it, I think it's all good. I think it's all good stuff what they're doing with, uh, with that talent. Cause they have a lot of talent, you know, it's not like, and it's not like you're, you can look at Keith Lee and go, well, they're just pushing him because he's African American right now. Well, the guy's good. You know, the yeah. guy's in most people in the ring. Like he deserves it. He deserves it no matter what color he is. He's just awesome. But it just, you know, it benefits all in, in a, in a good way, I think. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I hate when two when one person has two belts though. So, but you know, I'm sure they'll. I bet you they'll put up the North American title in a tournament or something like that. Yeah, which would be fine if they do that. That'd be the yeah. NXT to do. Yeah, have a tournament for that belt. Have Keith Lee, and then you can move Adam Cole maybe in the whole gang up to the main roster. I think that's time. I'd like to see them versus the Street Profits. I think them on Raw would be good. Especially yeah. those guys could go against Seth Rollins, all his young guys. I think that would be real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, I agree. Uh, then let's go over to Dynamite. Um, let me see here real quick. For some reason, I forgot to get my notes on who won the uh, rating war. Uh, a or NXT won by like a hundred thousand. It was like seven something to six something. Oh, okay. Seven forty three to six sixty something. Um. Yeah, NXT was six seven eighty six. Dynamite was six thirty three. That's the lowest Dynamite's been, I think, ever. I think so too. I think this is a real like. I I don't know. Like I didn't. Well, I did get a chance to watch anything this week, but. I was yeah. shocked at the disparity of the, the numbers. Yeah. So, so um, AEW kicked off with a Lumberjack match. Luchasaurus first. Wardlow, what would you think, Brock? Eh. <laughs> really? That was your feeling? I'm not a Wardlow fan at all. You know what? I haven't been. I really enjoyed the shit out of this match. Like, I didn't really wasn't too impressed by Wardlow in the beginning and wrestling a big man the way he did here, I was like, wow, like impressed. Like I thought he, the two of them did a really good job together the way, you know, for two big guys, he looked, I don't know. I didn't think Warlow looked that big, but he looked big standing next to Luchasaurus. Like I thought, I thought it was, I thought he did a good job. I just didn't like all the, the hokey let's take turns jumping off the stage routine that they did and all that stuff. Yeah. They got a little out of control at the end of it. But when they were just in the ring doing sort of power moves on each other, um, yeah, I was impressed with with the two of them, that they did a good job. 
got a little out of hand at the end. I mean, talk about social distancing. They were jumping in. <laughs> yeah. Just like crowds of 20 wrestlers all touching each other and landing and laying on the floor and all that. They went a little out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch the next one. I fast forward through Sheeta versus Red Velvet. I don't know who Red Velvet was. I guess it was no, like neither. another tryout. Probably local talent. For them. Um, what did you think of the press conference between Cody and Jake Hager? They they kept talking about it like it was going to be this big controversial thing, and I'm like, that was just dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> his wife threw a drink in Cody's face. is about the only interesting thing to happen and, in it. Cody acted like he got acid thrown in his face. <laughs> the way he was like, all, all grabbing his eyes. I was like, is that just water? Uh, but you got to be careful. That water can cut you. Like, uh, <laughs> like Gunner. Like, like Gunner when he threw it. Um, yeah, it was a little hokey. I don't know why Jake Hager had to show up with his wife, and like you know, it was a little goofy. It's AEW. Uh, your significant other always has to be around. It's true. It's true. And then a bunch of other times, this belt's not even done. This belt's not even finished. I'm like, you're still driving at home that that belt's <laughs> not done, and there, there's a lot of work that needs to be put in this belt still, and, and we haven't even done it yet. And I'm like, well, what's taking so long? <laughs> Yeah, they went back. Uh, see, it's, I'm gone for. I don't watch an episode. They're back on that again. That it's not done yet. It needs platinum put on it. it needs <laughs> platinum. Packaging. It didn't get any of that yet. So it's not even done yet, Ken. So don't that's worry a, about. It. That's annoying. That's real annoying. It's annoying. Um, like, you don't see car companies go like this is gonna be the coolest thing, but it's nowhere near done. Let's just drive <laughs> it around and parade it off. It's not done though. It's not, it's not done yet. Uh, Brock, what did you think about the Joey Janela Sunny Kiss like video that they did? I thought it was great. When they're out getting gas and Sunny Kiss's nice car, and these guys try to beat up Sunny Kiss, and he starts doing all these ninja moves to him, and then Janela comes back with like all this stuff from a Seven Eleven and he bag of lunchables, like lunchables and 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 Twizzlers, and he's fighting people while he's eating Twizzlers. It was really funny. It was really funny. I think those two are very charismatic, and they, they honestly, I think the creativity between the two of them, that tag team, could be great. They honestly really, really work together. Two people that you would think this is kind of odd, it just somehow it works, you uh, know. Um, I that's why I didn't understand the booking where they're trying to build them up, but then, but then they put them against Brody Lee and Cabana, and they got beat. Um, you know, now uh, Joey Janela has to fight. Uh, the murder hawk at fighter fest. I'm like, well, you kind of deflating the air out of these two guys. You were trying, cause you know, he's going to kill him. Yeah, well, he beat feel- them both up after the match. Yeah. I feel like Janela and Sonny kiss don't need. It sounds weird, but I don't think that they need instant credibility. I feel like to see them getting beat up a lot. And then the underdog overcoming the odds to win is what's going to get them over. You know, like almost like I'm trying to think of a tag team that worked well with this, where it's like, it's almost like a high, like a modern day. You know, if you look at Zack Ryder and Hawkins when they yeah. were wrestling at WrestleMania, they kept losing. Like you find you, you're 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 into the story of them 
succeeding in this major promotion because they're like indie darlings, both of them. You want to see them make it on a big screen. Like you want to see them make it in the majors. So that's why I think that that might work better for them. And it's also, I think, furthers a storyline of, is Cole Cabana going to be part of the Dark Order? Like he's got paperwork. He's got documentation. Like whatever. (laughs) It was very strange this week because like Brody Lee kept trying to be like, go ahead, get the tag. Go ahead, get the pin. And like, you know, he was. I don't really understand why Brody Lee's so interested in just drafting Cole Cabana. Like, why you wouldn't go after like Brian Cage or the Murder Hawk? Like, like someone they, you, you they want all have managers. They all have coaches. Yeah, you just want Cole Cabana. You know, or go after Lucha Soros or someone like that. You know, but you know, Cole's doing a good job with it. He acts all surprised and shocked, and oh yeah, you know, now they're gonna fight SCU at Fighter Fest. Good. Yeah. I hope they murder SC. <laughs> and then speaking of SCU, they fought uh, FTR and they lost. FTR beat them. LMNOP came out. The tag team. SYZ <laughs> showed up. As um, Simon Miller said, SCU fought FTR and they had an MATCH. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at the end of this was, was good. I mean, FTR, they pull up in this truck. That's their thing now. They always pull up in the truck, right? Yeah. So then they're in the truck. And then they they win the match, and all of a sudden the butcher and the blade and their Miami Vice outfits are in the truck, <laughs> beeping the horn, and they're like, oh, "We're in the truck." And then you look in the ring, and the Lucha Brothers are behind FTR. But like, I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna attack them." Then like, they never did. They just sort of turned around. And were like, "Oh, hey, why are you guys standing there?" And then they like all start talking. And then the blades like, at Fighter Fest, it's us and the Lucha Brothers versus you and the Young Bucks. Like, for no real reason, just kind of like, you know, we're going to have this crazy eight-man tag. And uh, then they all got in the in the FTR's car and stole it and just <laughs> drove away in their truck. Now, For- let me tell you, next week at Fighter Fest, they better, the FTR better not show up in their truck. The Lucha House Party in the Vi- Miami Men, they should. Yeah. So it's the Bucks and FTR are going to try and get along. It's good to see uh, Pentagon back, though, so that was cool. Uh, he's then he had Brian. Same, he's not the same without a crowd yelling "Zero Muerto." He tried to do it. No one did it with him. There's no one there. <laughs> uh, Brian Cage beat some jobber up again, and then you know Taz got on the microphone yelling at uh, Moxley being home because he's scared instead of him being home because <laughs> one he was just saying he's scared and stuff. Yeah. Well, you got to. You got to get the heel heat. Yeah, I mean, he didn't say what he was scared about. Maybe you no. know. His wife being sick could be one of the reasons why he's scared. Yeah. Then you had Damascus take on Santana because he was supposed to wrestle Sammy. But we all know what happened there at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Matt Hardy beat Santana. That was just kind of boring, I thought. Yeah, they need to. That'll probably end. Yeah. And the last thing was Orange Cassidy and Jericho came face to face. And, uh, you know, what do you think of that, Brock? I thought it was okay until they started brawling through that crowd. Yeah. They had like family members and stuff in the crowd. Isn't that what they say? Jim Ross always says they're family members of talent and whatever. But and then there's like the whole section of people and then they just start brawling right through them. And like, really? It was bleeding everywhere too. Was an ear yeah, was like, that's not a good look, especially with the, what just happened at WWE and all that. You know, it's, and they have one. 
one of the rumors is that QT Marshall might have was around somebody who had it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't on this week because of that. Yeah. Jeez. They were supposed to fight to the uh, FTR, I think. The Natural Nightmares. Mm-hmm. Your favorite tag team. Favorite tag team ever, the Natural Nightmares. Um, so let's go through Fighter Fest. Real quick, and- while we're talking about Orange Cassidy, is that, did anyone... So they're making AEW action figures. They leaked that Orange Cassidy's hands will be able to fit into some pockets into his action figure when it comes out. <laughs> I'm perfect. very excited about that. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, let's do some predictions for Fighter Fest next week to wrap up the show. Right. So um, night one, you have Kenny Omega and Adam Page first. Uh, oh, real quick before we get into that, Brock, how great was the interview with Kenny Omega and Page and with the best friends? Wasn't that, that was fantastic? Awesome. Yeah. That, you got to go at least watch that, Ken. That was great. It was like this serious interview, but then it was like funny. It was like Kenny and Paige sitting next to each other, then they're interviewing the best friends, and they're like, oh, you know, we're be- we are best friends. We hug a lot. That's what we do. And then, like, Kenny's like, I'm probably your best friend. He's like, you're not my best friend. He's <laughs> like, who else is a better friend than me to you? And he was like, you, he's like, you have, like, three drinking buddies, I think. Other than that, it's probably me. And he was like, I don't agree. I don't think you're my friend at all. And like, <laughs> and they were just going back and forth. And they are like, how weird is it that they hug? And they are like, that's so stupid, the way they hug each other. We're making fun of the hugging. And it, it was just really well done. It was back and forth. It was, like, a minute long. It was really, really good. I, I, I'll, I'll make sure to watch that. I, I like all four of those guys. I think that'll be a good tag team. So who do we like? I think Kenny and Hangman are going to retain. Do I vote with my gut or my heart? Hmm. I'm going. With, I'm going with the best friends. I think they're winning it. I, I think they deserve it. I think after them being on, you know, they were they were those two guys were the mainstays of those six weeks at the beginning of the COVID. I think mm-hmm. they deserve the titles. I think people were behind them. I, I would like to see them win. Okay. Um, then you have Cody. Versus Hager for the um, TNT Championship, which AEW put on their Instagram page, the TNA Championship. (laughs) (laughs) They had it on AEW and everything. It said they'll sign the uh, the deals for the TNA Championship. So people were like, Cody's winning another belt. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you like in this one, Brock? Uh, Cody. Yeah, Cody's winning this. They're not dropping this to Hager already. No, I think Cody's going to win, too. And I don't know what this does for Hager. Hager's had three matches. He beat Dustin Rose. He lost to Moxley. Now he's going to lose to Cody. Like, it kind of takes that, for me, that allure away from him that you're trying to build him that he's this, like, ultimate badass where he can't win any championship. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why they put him in this already after the loss to Moxley. I honestly don't think that it matters to Hager with his MMA career. Like, I think he, this isn't a, he might not be concerned about the wins and losses. So you can have him. So he's just basically like Jack Swagger over here. Just (laughs) takes losses. (laughs) Yeah. No, he's much better. He's much better. He he dropped the S. He's just Hager. Hager's. Then you have uh, Sheeta versus Penelope Ford for the women's title. What do you think of that one? I think Sheeta retains. I think so too. So too. I'd like Penelope Ford to win because I like her, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yep. Then you have Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus versus MJF and Wardlow. 
MJF and Wardlow are going to win. Yep. I think so too. Um, I'd like to see. Well, I yeah, I'd like to see them win. Um, then you have Hardy Party, her private party with Matt Hardy versus Santana and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz. I think the winner of this is doesn't even matter. <laughs> I think you got to get Santana and Ortiz to win, and then maybe you it'll start separating. This, you know, they need to get involved in this Lucha House Party. I almost said House Party. Lucha Bros, like, they need to be in the main tag team mix. Yeah. Like, top five, like, they should be ranked top five consistently. Um, so they fall, I feel like they have fallen into what um, the APA or the AO, what were they called? Seth Rollins teams. The, a, the AOA. AOA. The, AOP, Authors of Pain. AOP. They fell into what the AOP fell into. We're like the AOP. Yeah, they were just like big tag team that like instead of coming in and being in the tag team mix, they were in a stable and like Rollins and and Murphy are fighting for championships and winning it over them. Where you have the same thing here. You have Jericho and Sammy in a number one contenders match last week, and Santana Ortiz are like nowhere to be found in the rankings for tag teams. Where they're supposed to be one of the best tag teams in the world. Yeah, I think that they need to like separate and they need to get back in the tag team mix. I agree. So yeah, they they need to win this match. You need to book them to win this match. All right. Uh, then we go to night two the week later. Who do you like in the uh, that big four eight man tag match or or eight or whatever the fuck it is four teams. FDR Young Bucks all that. You know who do you like in all that? I think that if you do it right, you book the Miami Meat Men and the Lucha Bros. And you have them beat FTR and Young Bucks on like a communication breakdown, and then that's whenever you know you finally get the payoff of them two fighting. Yeah. I think if you win, if you have them win, then it makes it ch- it's easy too easy to be like chummy between the two teams. Yeah. You want to see the two fight. This is where you start to get the friction. Them okay. having to work together, having to have flips with fists, you know that kind of nonsense. Um, yeah. If you have good storytelling, this could be the start of the the you know the rivalry what do you think brock i think the bucks and uh fgr are gonna win they're it's gonna be a slow burn to get to the match yeah i don't know i'm kind of i think i'm kind of maybe on with ken on this one that they lose and they screw up and something like that um is it are, are you even used to calling uh fgr cash wheeler and dax harwood i think i don't know which one's which yeah. Fucking names I've ever heard in my life. Like Harwood and Wheeler are their real last names, but like why they just didn't use their regular names? Like the one guy's name is just like Mike Wheeler and like something Harwood. Like Dax and Cash. It's just Dax Harwood sounds like the most made up WWE name I've ever heard in my life. It sounds like they did the old, uh, you know, oh your name's Brian Danielson. You're Daniel. It's like oh your name's yeah. Something, yeah, it's just I don't like it. You're, now you're Dax Harwood. It's <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who Dax Harwood is. Um, the bald guy. What was his original name? Scott Mustache Dawson. Jones. Scott Dawson. Because they were Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. So is, is Cash now Dash? Cash is Dash. Yeah. <laughs> Scott is Dax. Yep. Dash Wilder. Dash. 
yeah, Dash Wilder became Cash Wheeler. His real name is Dan Wheeler. He should just go by Dan Wheeler. It's just better. Well, just go the old Captain Planet and just call him Wheeler. Like, no, there's no need for. They should have went to Vince route and just dropped their first name. Yes. And just been, <laughs> draw, and or just been Dash and Cash and Dax, or Wheeler and Har- Wheeler and Harwood. Yeah, I'd rather call it's Wheeler. Santana and Ortiz are already doing that. Oh. Yeah. What's their middle names? Can we call them by their middle names? <laughs> I, I just had it right here. <laughs> it's Cash Marshall Wheeler. He should have been Marshall Wheeler or just Marshall. Marshall. Would have been perfect or Marshall, yeah. And Harwood is David Michael, Mikey Harwood. Mikey <laughs> Mikey Harwood. That sounds it like a board name. David Michaels. David True. Michaels. <laughs> All right, the I, next match. Uh, Dark Order Brody Lee and Stu Grayson ver- and Cole Cabana versus SCU. I think why Dark Order it, wins. Dark Order. Dark Order's going to win, but why is an evil Uno in that match? Because they're wrestling Cabana in his place. I don't like it. He's probably stuck in Canada. He's trying to teach Cabana how to win again because Cole Cabana had, I think, four matches on Dynamite. One, two, lost two. Then all of a sudden they act like he was on a fucking losing streak. There was the equivalent to... um. Uh, Hawkins on on Raw, they were like, wow, Cole Cabana just can't get a break. He's lost two in a row. I'm like, can't get a break. Like, when was the last time Brandon Cutler got a win? He's 17 and uh, he's 0 and 17. Well, like, that's, I think a, that's a shtick now with what's his name on Dark. Yeah, that's Who's his shtick. the first win? The losing shtick. He, Brandon Cutler, like when all that, those two big guys were fighting in the beginning, like he's a lumberjack. And for some reason, like, while while um uh, Wardlow stand on the stage, Brandon Cutler just runs over to him, jumps on him, and he just picks up Brandon Cutler and flings him like like a child into the in the into the into this people. Then he threw Marco Stunt so hard that I thought he killed Marco Stunt. I mean, that's all Marco Stunt's there for is just to get thrown. By it is. he's dead. he's making the talent look good. Yep. He's making Murder Hawk be able to do his finishing move to people. He's yeah. the only one light enough for him to do it, too. So who do we like in this Dark Order match? I like Dark Order in this. Dark Order. Um, Nyla Rose versus TBA. I think we're going to get a an appearance from someone, uh, a new addition to the roster here. WWE cast off. Who would that Perhaps. be? Uh, you could have Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan retired. She announced it yesterday. You could have Deanna Perrazzo. She's on Deanna Impact. Deanna on Impact. All right, then I don't really know then. It's going to be Sarah Logan. She retired. It's all work. Could they do Emma? I thought she was signed by Impact. I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to debut, and they're like, Nyla Rose has a surprise for everybody. So was she going to bring somebody in and just kill her? Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know who. Awesome Kong's coming back. Maybe. Maybe they'll do something here where it is like a uh, she has a, a, a debut and it's something stupid. And then like she just squashes someone, then someone like Awesome Kong and they're like comes back, you know, like they yeah. do like the double, the double Scroogey on you, you know. Oh, love a good old double Scroogey. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Lance Archer versus Joey Janela. Lance Archer will probably kill him. Unfortunately. Joey Janela, I'd rather see win, but what are you going to do? Murder Hawk. Mm-hmm. Um, then Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Um, does Jericho put Orange over? He will, but not let him win. 
Yeah, he's going to get the Sammy, or not the Sammy Guevara, but uh, what's his name? Uh, Darby the, Allen. The Darby Allen treatment, yeah. Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they, they like hold their own against somebody catches them at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Mox versus Brian Cage, which this is totally up in the air right now because they don't know what's going on with Mox. And they're not going to know for, I don't know how, this probably won't happen, this match. Um, if this doesn't happen, what do you think they do? I would like them to just take the belt off Moxie and give it to Brian Cage. Like have forfeit it to him? Yeah. And then but then is that people are going to think that that's considered punishing Moxley. I don't it think is. Moxley cares. But I also it think that people... It is, well... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Burnett Young. I, I I feel like you can put the belt back on Moxley. Like he can come back and get it. You know, I don't know. Like I agree though. I mean, if he's gonna be out for a while, which if he does end up getting this, and he's gonna be out for quite a bit until it's yeah. like safe for him to return, you gotta have your title. I mean, it's an unfortunate situation, but you gotta have your title. So, and it's not a bad situation to put it on, like. Brian Cage is amazing. Like it, Taz can talk. I would you still know. have Cage fight someone though. Well, that's what I mean. Like so, you for like it's a, you, yeah. You, you get, strip on the title and then have, put a replacement in for him, and then winner takes the title. Yeah. Well, who would be? Who's the number one contender right now? Um, it's I uh, let's. It's gonna be the first time the rankings mattered. Let's have a look. See here. Uh, let's get into AEW rankings. You could real easily pull. Which always piss me off, but let's go look at them. You could pull out a match like that Murder Hawk Joey Janela match doesn't matter. You yeah. could put in a match that makes for the number one contender out of the like the top mm-hmm. four, or top five. Do that night one. Yeah. The, the number one contender is MJF. He's ranked number one. Wow. Over Brian Cage. Murderhawk is three. Brody Lee, four. Jericho, five. That's strange. Well, I guess I'm he thinking Hangman, Hangman and Kenny, but they've only been doing tag stuff, so they're in the tag. I mean, you could easily have... Well, MJF versus him doesn't go well because they're both bad guys. But, yeah. uh, I mean, they all are. Everybody in here is a bad guy. MJF, Brian Cage... Lance Archer, Brody Lee, Chris Jericho. I don't know. You could easily take the Murderhawk out of that and put him in that match and have Murderhawk versus uh, Cage for it. Because Cage really isn't a bad guy. No. Well, he's kind of acting like a... I don't know. He's beating people up. Maybe they pulled Jericho into it. (laughs) Put it right back on Jericho. I think it, I think if Kenny and Hangman lose the tag belts, they should make it a triple threat with those two and Cage. Cage, okay. yeah. Or the same being said, if um, oh, shit, I was trying to think of someone to put in there. Dax Wheeler. Yeah. Do you put Cody? Dax Wheeler. Cody's Cody. technically not allowed to fight for it. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So you'd have you couldn't really technically use him. I mean, oh, you put that one guy, that that new guy, Starks. Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. You could put 
what's his face also in that? Uh, Sean Spears. They could always do Dustin Rhodes too. Yeah. I mean, Dustin's an easy one. They could have a semi-good match with him get beat up by Cage. You know, mm-hmm. they could say with Moxley out, we need a contender, and he'll be like, figure something out to put Dustin in there. I'd rather see Kenny and Hangman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, could always do that. Make a triple threat, you know. Or they just say something like, I mean, if it comes down to it where they're like, okay, um, you know, uh, we don't, we, he, there's no opponent from him, so we took it off him, and you have yourself like an impromptu mini Royal Rumble or a Battle Royal. That's how Cage became number one contender. Yeah, and then you just put Cage in there with like 10 other guys, you know, a couple tag teams, a few people, Jericho, just throw him in there, and then Cage, you know, the Murder Hawk and. Low Brody Lee and all these people, and then you can have Cage just win the belt the same way he won the number one contender from a Battle Royal or a Casino Royale or whatever you want to call it, whatever they call it. Easy. I, th- I think that they, because they're filming this in the same night, I think. They're doing, they're, that's why it's two nights or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They might be filming all at once. So they could say with night one, we're going to do a match for the number one contender. You know, this is what we're doing, and the, this person's going to fight Cage for the title. Yeah. So. Yeah. Moxley's just going to be there. He may be. You never know. Hopefully he's not sick. Hopefully he's fine. And, you know, we wish him nothing but the best. Although we don't like the character that, that he portrays on the TV as much, I do like the guy. You know, mm-hmm. he does seem like an all-around good guy, him and his wife. So, you know, hopefully they're okay. His wife seems like a good guy, too. <laughs> She's a good lady, Renee Young. I, I feel bad her show got canceled backstage. I mean, I think COVID really hit that show hard because it, it went from being like this Sports Center esque looking show that I enjoyed watching to just four people talking on webcams. It was like watching a yeah. call, and it just wasn't the same. It just didn't have the same effect to it. You know, what do you think now they do with CM Punk? Fire him. Yeah, he's the reason that that show sucked anyways they were expecting a lot more out of it and he was only there every once in a while well apparently they're not canceling it all the way that it is going to still be on when they ever have a big pay-per-view it'll be on like a pre-show before it they're going to keep it for that dumb you know <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it before it went to like a, the zoom call aspect of it just kind of it's hard to hear everybody it just kind of got lame yeah nobody had good equipment kind of like us yeah yeah. But, you know, we're not the WWE. <laughs> they couldn't send them some quality mics and some good headsets and beef up their <laughs> Wi-Fi a little bit at their house, you know? <laughs> you have, like, Mark Henry talking about like, <laughs> telling a story, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I want to watch this anymore. You're right, though, Ken. I think CM Punk did ruin a little bit of it. I think the way he came in, it got such high ratings, it did well, but then he just was an asshole on that show. It wasn't what people wanted to see. People wanted to see him, like talk about the product and be different and he just would say stupid shit he got himself in trouble by saying a lot of ignorant shit on twitter about people and you know it just it it just was a failed experiment i don't think he cares enough about the product anymore and that's what people wanted to hear his actual opinions yeah like whenever he was passionate about it and he did the pipe bomb you could tell he still cared now he's just so flippant about the industry like i I don't want him 
Yeah, he's just so different. I mean, when they asked him about, you know, what would you do for stuff at Mania, and he was like, I, I want to see Lana on a pole, where they and then Lashley and Rusev fight over Lana, and I'm like, and people are like, that's just stupid. Like, you know, we we wanted to hear something how you would book like certain things, and it was just him being stupid. He was there to collect a paycheck and hopefully get transfer. He only did that to hopefully get uh, do good enough to be more on the hockey side of it. And I think when he realized that wasn't an option, that's when he's only on every once in a while. At least that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. So there you go. Fighter fest. Um, and then we have um, to go up against, I think the May 8th, Fighter Fest is that's when they're doing Great American Bash on NXT, and that's where they're going to have the title match. And uh, Dusty's daughter wasn't too happy about it. <laughs> I don't blame them. Like I understand WWE owns the rights to it, but you're really just trying to stick it to a company run by his son. So you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I kind of see both ways. Cody hasn't stopped taking shots at them with stuff he has done, you know, he has taken his turn to take shots and do things back and forth. They all have, I mean, they've done things back and forth. And when you do that, I honestly, really, I think they all love it to be honest with you. If trades controversy, controversy creates ratings. You know, I think every time AEW takes a shot at WWE, they're like, Oh, they just, and that people are going to, you know, Jericho brings up that raw people go online want to watch it want want to watch it. And it like made the video popular, you know, the WWE shits on something. AEW does people turn in for it. You know, controversy is good. What did Bischoff used to say? Controversy creates cash. Creates cash. And there you go. All right. Well, that's about it. Very crazy week in wrestling. Who knows what will happen this coming week, but you know, yeah. We'll All right. Awesome. Take us out. All right, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, and uh, have a good evening. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.